Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to a quickie episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Uh, here and there, I might do these quick little five-minute episodes about trailers. And I think trailers are important because trailers give us a glimpse, albeit sometimes inaccurate, of how good or bad a movie is going to be. But certainly it tells us the tone of the movie, and many times it tells us too much plot of the movie. Either way, I just saw the trailer for Wonka, the Timothy Chalamet vehicle that's coming out this Christmas. And May and I are both somewhat incredulous and cynical of Chalamet's talent. We both talked about him in the, I think the episode came out in February, the two-part series, Top 10 Overrated Actors Under the Age of 50. And I think both of us feel like Chalamet is the great white hope for Hollywood and they pushed him on us because we they need to believe that he is the, the next great actor, even though I don't think, and she, May, thinks that he's demonstrated that yet. And whether or not he can do well in non-IP work, yes. You know, he's done indie movies, Call Me By Your Name or whatnot. But he's done Dune and, of course, now Wonka. These are all pre-IP. So both of us don't think he's that talented. And he doesn't really have the look and the body habitus to be a leading man. And so when we heard about Wonka coming out, we are like, oh, God, please don't sully this more than, than the Tim Burton version sullied the original one with Gene Wilder. So I watched the trailer, and look, I, I have to give credit where credit's due, and look, I, this movie could be really bad, but I have hope based on the trailer, and how many people can say this, based on seeing a trailer, they think the movie's going to be awesome, and then the movie sucks. But the movie being awesome, and the portrayal being good, these can be separate things. I mean, there's a lot of movies where the, the portrayal is very good, but the movie's not that good. I think of re- recently, like, Renee Zellweger winning for Judy, her portrayal of imitating a real-life person uh, was good, but the movie was not that good. And you guys know how I feel. I think there should be a separate Academy Award category if you're impersonating a real-life person. But certainly, you can have good roles in bad movies. So in the Wonka trailer, it's essentially the origin story of Willy Wonka. He's young, and it's essentially the, the story of him breaking into the chocolate-making world. And I think based on the trailer, it seems like the movie and it seems like the the actor Chalamet has gotten the tone right of what Wonka should be. And I think this is something that Burton in Depp got wrong because in that version of the movie, that was 2005, Depp comes off too creepy, too pedophile. And what, is that really shocking given that it's a Tim Burton movie? I'm not saying Tim Burton's a pedophile or anything like that. But Tim Burton there certainly has a, a certain kind of prism by which he sees the world. And it's not surprising that Johnny Depp's Wonka uh, was a little dark and not that good. And lack of the heart of the original one from 1971. So by basing... Basing it solely on the trailer, it seems that they're going to get the right tone because Chalamet cannot come off creepy. And I think you know, everybody pretty much feels the same way that I do about the, the, the Depp Wonka. So they knew that. So they had to make sure that Wonka was going to be peculiar, eccentric, but have a lot of the, the hope and the glean in, in Gene Wilder's eyes. Like when he sings P. 
pure imagination when he brings the kids into the chocolate factory in the original one, right? You, you see Wonka being a purist, an idealist. And I think that just obviously loving chocolate and loving the world and loving kids. And I think based on the trailer, I think he got the tone right. And I think this movie actually is going to, it's going to do well, no doubt. People just like myself are, are going to be curious and watch it. I doubt I'll go to the theaters to see it, but it is kind of geared toward children. So parents can take their kids to it. And I think, I think Chalamet is metamorphosizing himself into this Wonka role where it's not going to be, you look at him and you know, it's Chalamet. And I, I think he's going to do a good job on this. I think he got the tone right. And the tone is really important when you're playing Wonka because you, you don't want to come off weird, but you don't also want to come off too uh, idealistic and you want there to be a certain humor and a certain charm and a certain magic to the movie because the original movie gave us all of that and everybody watches that one repeatedly because it's not because Veruca steals the show, Julie Don Cole, the actress, steals the movie and all of the, 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 the five kids are, are really essentially representing an allegory for, for different vices. And it's not like Charlie Bucket steals the movie. You know, he's not even that good in the movie. But the, the movie, of course, is an allegory, represents an allegory. But the movie's got heart and it teaches kids things. And I think, based on the trailer, I think this movie's gonna do well. And I think Chalamet, I, I don't wanna call my shot and then strike out after three pitches here, but I think this movie's gonna do well for him. And I think he's gonna get well reviewed and well lauded. The other. The other trailer I saw was for Napoleon, which is Ridley Scott's movie uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix and uh, Vanessa Kirby from The Crown and from Mission Impossible, the new Mission Impossible, and Fallout as well. And look, uh, I, this if you go to the episode I did in, in February, I think it's February, top 10 movies of 2023 I'm looking forward to. This was one of them because I'm a big history nerd and I, I love Ridley Scott. If you go to the episode on Desert Island Directors, he is mentioned there. And... I don't know. I think it, I think it's going to be average. I, I'm going to go see it for sure because it's right up my alley. I love 19th century history. That's probably my favorite century of history. Next, to probably 16th century because of all the, the Protestant Reformation and Age of Exploration stuff. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how Ridley Scott's going to play this because if he's playing it the straight down the middle biopic, I don't know how that's going to work out. And then Joaquin Phoenix looks like Napoleon, which is which is good. I don't, I, I, I don't know. He's got, he's, he's not doing a British accent because you know, even though he's French, every, every movie that takes place in Europe is going to have someone with a British accent. It could take place in Russia and they're all going to have British accents. As you see played out like in uh, uh, Matt, uh, Anna Karenina by uh, Keira Knightley's movie. So Vanessa Kirby's doing the British accent and then Joaquin Phoenix is doing the American accent. I'm like, oh, I don't know. That kind of throws me off. Maybe he can't do a good British accent. I'm a little worried. I think it's going to be filmed beautifully. I think they're going to borrow from a lot of Jacques-Louis David's paintings. He was the, the painter of the French Revolution. And uh, let's take a break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life, to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 20, 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. He was a painter of the revolution and of Napoleon. David is one of the greatest neoclassical painters out there. So I think I think looking at the trailer, it's gonna be sumptuous. The, the battle scenes look pretty impressive. I think the movie is gonna be pretty average. I think Joaquin Phoenix's performance is gonna be above average, not like iconic Joaquin. And I hate to tell you, no, the Joker is not iconic Joaquin Phoenix. Go to the episode we did on him. He's the arguably the best American actor under the age of 50. I think the movie's going to be average. And I, I want this movie to be like Academy Award caliber good. I don't I don't think it's going to be there. I don't think it's going to be there. The other trailer I saw was for Joyride. I think Joyride's already come out. This is being produced by Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. And it's four Asian women. Uh, it's essentially a mixture, I would say, probably of Girls Trip, the old Tiffany Haddish uh, comedy I mean, and Jada Pickett's pick. What happened to Tiffany Haddish, right? Coming up in that movie, she had so much heat and then she's like, poof, gone. It's kind of, a, it looks like a girl's trip but for Asians. And and I saw the the trailer for it and it's, I, I think I'm just out of the age demographic for that movie because it's got a lot of like sex jokes, uh, sodomy jokes. Uh, just, I think it's a lot of stuff that's geared toward the Apatow crowd, which is not surprising because that's essentially where Rogan came from and Goldberg came from. You know, they they co-wrote Superbad, among other things. And I just think the movie's probably going to be funny, but it's not really meant for me. I think it's meant for, obviously, it, it, it's meant for younger people, Gen Zers and Millennials, and then super specifically to, to capture the Asian demographic. And I don't know. I'll, I'll probably watch a little of it whenever it goes out streaming. And it might be very funny, and God knows we need R-rated comedies, as I've talked about recently with, with the Jennifer Lawrence movie. We need R-rated comedy. So I hope this movie does well. I just don't think it's my cup of tea. But I'm going to call it here on Wonka. I think Wonka is actually going to be good. And newsflash, if you didn't know about it, we talked about it in the Hugh Grant episode, Retrospective, which should be coming out soon, because I think I'm going to drop this before the Hugh Grant one comes out. He plays the Oompa Loompa, and in the trailer... They show the, the scene at the very end where they introduce the Oompa Loompa and Willy Wonka's like, what are you? Who's this? And then and then uh, Hugh Grant's Oompa Loompa start, you know, plays a little flute. You know, you know the, the Oompa Loompas in the original play the flute and then they start singing the song. He's like, well, I got to sing a song. You don't know. This is how we are. Oompa Loompas, we sing songs. So I think it's, I, I hope they they do the Oompa Loompas right, which is going to be, of course, closer to the, the Gene Wilder version than the... Tim Burton version, which was like they used the same guy to be all the Oompa Loompas and it was creepy. We don't need a Wonka that's creepy, guys. Give us an earnest, heartfelt, eccentric Wonka. And I think the movie's going to do well and I think it's going to spawn some sequels. Guys, I'll post this over at Spotify. I want to hear you comment. 
either at the Facebook group, there's a link in the episode notes, or at Spotify. I'd like to hear from you. Of course, rate and review helps with the algorithm to make this channel get bigger. And also, there's links in the episode notes for PayPal and for the website that hosts all the collective memorial feeds. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow The Rag today. Until next time.